Hey everybody, what is up? You are here at The Drop again. We're so glad that you made it. I'm Pastor Karina and I have one of my guys here, Raul what Rivera. What is going on everybody? <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Yes, we have a special, very special guest <laughs> with us today. <laughs> um, I have known Raul for a really long time. Um, years and years ago, I was the youth pastor here at the church, yeah. and I, I didn't have really the honor to be his youth pastor, right? Right. You, well, when well, did you join? Let's, well, let's be honest. I was kind of like a little jerk <laughs> back then. <laughs> I wouldn't give you the time of day, and it's okay. It's okay. We, it's still, okay. we still went for you. Right, no, because... We, we didn't give up on I you. I mean, my brother and my sister came, <laughs> and I would come, and I'm like... I don't, you just weren't into it. Yet, I wasn't. And I wasn't, okay. and, and it's okay. Yeah, but I mean, okay. like, you were still there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was there, and um, and I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just so honored that you're here with me today, because and he's been here, part of our church family at Oasis for years and years, yeah. and now he is a part of some of our leadership teams here at the church. He helps really heavily with our youth ministry, um, yeah. with our kids ministry, and so he um, just has so much, also I feel so much just truth and honesty and fresh perspective on things, and so I'm just super excited to chat with you today. I'm excited so. too. Well, a lot of that comes from you. Oh, so. thank you. <laughs> it's not just all by myself. You're surrounded by great people. Hey, it never is, you know, never, it never is. Um, and honestly, like, that's kind of what we're talking about a little bit today with yeah. This story um, in the Bible about um, this exchange between Jesus and this man who was paralyzed. Yeah. And um, so today we're kind of talking a lot about the mercy that yeah. Jesus has for us. And mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I can definitely say that I've definitely experienced God's mercy in my life. For sure. And it's made a really big difference, I think, personally on how I see myself. Mm -hmm. And how it also transformed me to see other people. Right. You know, because a lot of times I'm like, well, if God shows me mercy, I need to show other people mercy right. too. Like, even when I'm not feeling like I want to. <laughs> right. No, for sure, for sure. I totally agree with that because it's like, I feel like oftentimes, sometimes God can be like, man, you really don't deserve that mercy. But, right. But here I am giving it to you. So it's yeah. like, if I receive it, so can the next person. Yeah, no, and that that is so so accurate and so true. So I want us to get a little personal, if yeah. we don't if we don't mind. I know you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't mind anymore. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I wanted to ask you, and we're both going to kind of share. Have you ever experienced a time when you received mercy from someone that you maybe didn't deserve it or you weren't expecting it? Um, Yes or no, which I'm sure the answer is yes. Yes. So tell tell me tell us a little bit about that. Man, okay, so I had to think really long and hard about this mm -hmm. one, but immediately it came to mind. We were playing soccer. Okay. Back then I played soccer. I yeah. love soccer. And it was I was at a game and I remember it was a fifty fifty ball. Okay. What's so, that? Explain so that, that to so that meant like like it, me who don't know everything about <laughs> soccer. My kids play soccer and sometimes I'm like I tell Serge, I'm like, Oh, what just happened? And like he's explained the offsides thing to me, oh, yeah. like so many times, and I still don't really get it. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, 50-50. Right. 50-50 ball means like it's like there's a ball, and it's like halfway between two players. Okay. And like you're both going for the ball. Okay. And it's like at that point, you're instructed like 
a lot in soccer is a lot about like knowing your your body and mm-hmm. how strong you are. Okay. And so when there's a 50-50 ball, you're supposed to go with all your strength because okay. if you let up at any moment, uh-huh. the the strength of the other player can overtake your strength. Okay, okay. And so I was taught like, man, you better go 50. If you're going to go for a 50-50 ball, Go all the way. Go all the way. Go 100%, go 100% on the 50-50. Right. Go okay, 100%, 100% on the 50-50 <laughs> because if not, you're going to go to zero. So, so I went full force. Okay. And the player, the other player on the other team didn't. Okay. Okay. And so I, my strength like overpowered his leg and it broke his leg. <gasps> oh, my gosh. You little Raul. <laughs> I mean, I was the nicest so, I was I was so like taken back oh, because no. – all I heard was this, he was screaming. <gasps> he was screaming, like, out of agony oh because, like, it was yeah. so much pain. So much pain, and I was just like... Because you I, broke his leg. I, I just broke this kid's leg. And so for, for the Maybe longest... Maybe his coach didn't give him the same message of go 100% right. on the And 50-50. so, like, immediately I was just like, <laughs> no. oh, my gosh, like, I, like, this is not okay. Oh. And so, like, his parents ran on the field, and I was just like, I don't... The ambulance Right, no, yes, it was just so bad. It was just so bad. And so, like, like obviously he had to go to the hospital. And so after the game, like, the coach could see see it in my face. Like, I was just, like, so defeated because it was like, my my intentions were never to hurt a player. Of course. And so he came up to me. He was like, I know he's physically not here, Uh but I can, like, for sure speak for him and just say, it's okay. Like, your intentions weren't there. Yeah, right. Like, don't feel bad about it. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. just move on and just, you know, That's continue good. continue being that great player that you are. Like, mm. he was just giving me, like, that mercy and, like, that encouragement mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. oftentimes, if it was me, I'd be like, no, like, I'm going to get payback kind of thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But for me... Where's it was that guy? <laughs> right. But for me, it was just like, man, like... That gave you probably, like, a sense of relief. Relief. Yeah. A lot yeah. of relief. And, like, my yeah. heart was just like, man, it's, like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay. It's okay. That's awesome. Yeah. That's such a great example um, of, I think, what what we feel when we can receive the mercy of God. You know, like we, we really feel that. I yeah. think if you if you genuinely really receive God's mercy for, you know, just um, sometimes we need it like every day. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or sometimes yeah. there's like these big things that yeah. we're like, you know, God, please just I need your mercy right mm-hmm. now, you know. Um, that it does give a sense of relief when you receive mercy, just as well, I think, when you give mercy. Right. You know, like, you know, it gives you a sense of, like, it's kind of like forgiveness. You know, like, forgiveness is about the other person, yes, but mm. it's more about you than right. anything. Right. You know, and I think mercy is kind of And like I was going to say, like, you'll, you'll just get a sense of peace. Yeah. That comes over you and just like, man, it's okay. That's really true. Because like, yeah. like you, I like what you said. It's oftentimes when we give mercy to the next person or somebody's given mercy, it's not for that person. It's really for, for your heart. Right. For yeah. your heart to be freed from like yeah. any kind of like hurt, mm-hmm. pain or jealousy or whatever that your heart is holding. Yeah. It's like, it's giving you that freedom that you need to move forward. Yeah. No, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, well, I was thinking of a time where, where I've experienced mercy, um, from someone that I didn't deserve it. And, I I it I feel like I remember a lot of moments like as a kid with my parents. <laughs> you know, like I was a pretty good kid, but I wasn't a perfect kid. Just like there is right. no perfect kid. Right. You know, um my kids are not perfect. I know I'm not perfect and but I I did have these exchanges with my parents where, you know, like I know that I messed up. 
Um, or like my big thing when I was younger was like, I would lie. I would lie because I, I was a really big people pleaser. Not that I'm giving an excuse for lying. There's never an excuse for lying. <laughs> right. But there are reasons, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> this was my reason. <laughs> I was trying to please people. <laughs> it was all because of you. No. <laughs> I, I, I would lie because I, I would say like, okay, well, if I, if I say the truth and I know it's going to be disappointing, I, I can't handle that. You yeah. know, like I don't want to be disappointing. And so, um, you know, there were a couple times like, uh, you know, and obviously my parents know about this, but I would lie about dating Sergio, who I'm now married to for, <laughs> we've been married for like 13 years this year. But, um, and that's a whole, a whole other story right. for another <laughs> podcast. But, um, uh, but I, so I, I lied a couple times, like, you know, straight to their faces about like being with him or not being with mm -hmm. him. And they obviously like were disappointed when I would, when I would get caught, they would, I know that they were disappointed, but like they always showed me mercy and forgiveness, yeah. you know, like they didn't like shun me. They didn't like stop loving me or they, they you know, like, and I'm sure they were upset, but like, yeah. I never felt that their love for me ever Changed. lessened, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I feel like that's a time where they gave me mercy when yeah. I didn't deserve it, you know, many, yeah. many times. And I think God is that, God has that same heart, yeah. you know, like it's not going to change my love for you. And right. I think that his mercy is so incredible and, and it, it is there for us to experience yeah. on a regular basis mm -hmm. whenever we need it. Um, and especially when we don't deserve it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so I want to, I want to share really just like recap mm -hmm. of this story. Um, and just for your reference, if you want to go read it, it's in John chapter five and it's like verse one through 14. Okay. So the background of this, um, and I'm, I'm not going to go as deep, um, as, uh, my dad would go because my dad's really good at that. He's like <laughs> yeah, awesome he at that. And, and, really and I love to do that too. But, um, really basically there's this guy and he is, um, he's paralyzed and he's at this, this popular place where people who were sick, who were lame, who like had issues or diseases, they yeah. would go because there was this pool. It's called, it was called Bethesda. And there was this, this would have been so insane and so cool to if see. If you think now? There was like now? an angel that would come at certain times and all of a sudden would stir the water. So all of a sudden you'd see the, the water, water move. move. And I mean, I don't think you would see the actual angel. You would see the water being stirred. And if you got in, you would get healed. Yeah. But if you didn't get in in time, you had to wait till the next time. <laughs> the angel decided to show up, right? Right. And so this guy was there. It says he was wait. He was he was there for thirty eight years. That he was waiting for thirty eight years. That's a long time, dude. And when I read that, I was like, I'm thirty eight years old. <laughs> like I can't imagine if I was like had this condition for thirty eight years and I was just waiting, just waiting. Yeah. For this moment, you know, to be able to get into this place to be healed. Um, and so he was there and he was waiting for his miracle, really. That's what he was waiting yeah. for, his chance. Um, and so it says that Jesus comes in and he sees the man. And they have this moment of exchange. And Jesus looks at him and he says, hey, do you want to get well? And his answer to him is, I, I want to read it exactly. I have it pulled up here. He says, uh, when Jesus saw him, and he knew he had been ill for a long time. He asked him, would you like to get well? Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that the man said, I can't, said the sick man, for I have no one to put me in the pool when the water bubbles up. 
someone always gets ahead of me. Man. So when you, I know you read the story because I told you to. <laughs> Um, and I know you prepare. When you read that, like, what stood out to you about that moment between him and Jesus? Like, immediately, it reminded me of, like, God, for God's love and God's mercy, there's no competition. Uh-huh, that's good. Because that line he said, he's like, I'm always too late, or, like, I can't, like, I'm never one of the first one. Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes, it's it's crazy because we, we tend to think, like, man, if you're not first, you're last kind of thing. It's like, mm-hmm. man, like, mm-hmm. what if God's doors closes? Like, what yeah. if I can't, like, I'm not first. What I if can't, I miss it? What if I miss it? Yeah. And God's love is not like that. God's right. love is more of like, it's okay. Like, my hands are always open. Yeah. My mercy is always overflowing. Yeah. You don't have to compete with anybody else because you have your own spotlight. That's right. Like, yeah. my eyes are only focused on you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. on you only. So you never have to worry, like, will I ever make it in time? Right. Do I have the the necessary things to make it to the pool. Yeah, yeah. You already have what you need. Yeah. It's already sufficient. Mm-hmm. Just receive it. Yeah, yeah. Because cause what, I, what I loved about this exchange is that, um, you know, the Bible doesn't really, it doesn't give us the context of if Jesus had this exchange, this type of exchange with anybody else who was there. But we right. do know that other people were there. Yeah. Because this was a popular place where people would go. Mm-hmm. And so what, what struck me in this moment was that in this crowd of people who were sick, who were lame, yeah. who were paralyzed, who had a very, very real reason to try to be there and mm-hmm. get in that water, Jesus goes directly to, he, he, he singles out this man for right. whatever reason. So what that said to me is that like Jesus sees me, yeah. you know, like he sees me in the middle of a crowd and so to me, that was like a big moment of like, out of everybody, he saw this man and he just simply said, hey, do you want to get well? You know, and Jesus didn't pass any judgment on him. Like he didn't, you know, he didn't come to him and say like, well, how long have you been here? Right. You know, like, well, why didn't you get one of your friends to come help you? You know, do you not want to be healed that bad? Because those were some of the things I thought of. Like yeah. I thought like, man, if that was me and I wanted to like be healed so bad, like, I would, I would like, well, I guess I couldn't call a friend because there were no cell phones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yell for help. <laughs> Somebody. But like, I would try anything I could at, at all right. to, to, to get, get in to there. It. You know what I mean? Like, like, but, and I like what you said too, though. Like there was probably this very like atmosphere of competition there yeah. because it was like, if you don't get in at that time at that, and it wasn't like an Olympic sized pool, right. you know, it was, it was smaller. It was more, from what I understand, it was more like a well, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like this giant pool like that we would think of, you know, right. let's all go swimming, you know? Yeah. Um, and so there was probably this sense of competition, like I'm going to get in there before you, yeah. you know, and I'm not here to help you. I'm right. here to get myself Like help. every man for themselves. Yeah, like. exactly. Exactly. You know, but he, Jesus walks in and he sees him and he has mercy on him. Yeah. And he's like, it doesn't matter how long you've been here. I don't care how you got here. Like I, none of that matters to me. Well, all that matters to me is like, do you want to get well? You know? And I think I found his answer interesting too, because he said, <clears throat> He said, I can't get well. Like, in other words, he, I think what he was saying was that I literally can't do this myself yeah. because I'm paralyzed. I literally can't put myself in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting here. And imagine all the years of him just like, this is getting really sad, but like watching people just, just go in front be, of him right. and, get, and get healed. 
like and he's just sitting there watching one after the other right just get their moment and he's just there and maybe that's why jesus went to him because maybe he saw that you know Mm -hmm. i'm sure he did but so when he's when he tells jesus i don't have anybody to help me to Mm -hmm. put me in the pool of water it's kind of like what you said like he was like there's no competition for my mercy he just tells him stand up pick up your mat and walk And then it says instantly the man was healed and he rolled up his mat and he started walking. And then there's this whole other part about it being the Sabbath and how, um, you know, Jesus wasn't supposed to be doing any of this kind of stuff on the Sabbath, but he didn't care because he had mercy and his mercy. And that was that upside down moment. His mercy said, even though this isn't supposed to happen on the Sabbath because there's supposed to be no work, no nothing, no action, no nothing going on. That doesn't matter to me. My What matters to me is that you, I have mercy on you and you receive the healing that you, you deserve and that you need. And I think like, whoa, that that's incredible to me that he puts that all above all of those stipulations. He's like, it doesn't matter. You you deserve your healing. What do you think about that? I love I love when what you said about or like what the Bible says about how when Jesus said, get up yeah. and do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. just get up. Yeah. It's like that's. That's the kind of, like, strength Jesus can just give you in moments of, like, despair, of, like, yeah. when you're, like, desperate. Yeah, so like, true. Like, when, when you go to him, God's mm-hmm. going to give you that strength, that power that you need to keep moving forward. Yeah. And oftentimes, I feel like it's a mentality kind of check where it's, like, oh, that's I, good. Like I, I can't do it, so I'm stuck yeah. in this place where I'm, like, I can't do it. Like, you begin to, like, boo-hoo yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. And oftentimes, yeah. it's, like, God's, like, no, like. like pity parties. Yeah, like, these little know? pity parties. And yeah. Jesus is, like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Dust yourself up. Yeah. Get up. And go do it. Why? Yeah. Because I have given you everything you need. Yeah. So get up and follow my command. Because That's when good. you follow my command, mm-hmm. there's there's healing, there's mercy, yeah. there's there's strength, there's all these things that yeah. I that can come after you. But just yeah. do as I say. Yeah. Don't That's be so afraid. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's good. And I and I think it also speaks to like um the power of the words of Jesus yeah. that can have that it can have over our situation, right? You know, because if you if you think about like the the like I said earlier, like the darkness of this guy's mm-hmm. life and this yeah. guy's situation, like you know, I mean, I don't want to go like like too gross, but like if he was paralyzed and he was sitting there for years, like he wasn't living like in the best conditions. Correct. You know what I mean? Right. And. So it's like there was this, this, I think there was this desperation of wanting a change, but like that he couldn't do it on his own. Mm -hmm. And it shows the power that the words of Jesus have over our situations. Because even though he'd been waiting for years, Jesus comes and in a moment, in a moment, Mm -hmm. he says to him, want to get better? Okay, get up, take your mat and walk. Yeah. And... Like, it says immediately he was healed. And so to me, like, he obviously acted on that. He, yeah. He heard the words of Jesus, and he was like, God says, get up and walk. You know, and I can't imagine how he must have felt when he was, like, actually enabled to do that. Like, he was actually able to get mm-hmm. up and roll up his mat and Just, walk off, you know? That's crazy. Like, he must have been like, is this real life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this really happening? You know, I must be dreaming. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think like it also it also reminds me of like how sometimes 
you know, like relating this to real life, like, you know, maybe we we're paralyzed in a certain way, like mm. maybe not physically, but like maybe we have like something emotionally or spiritually or mentally or something that like is like a, a, a an area that we might be paralyzed in, right. which means to me, like this man, it's something that he can't change on his own. Right. And he he either needed a friend. Mm-hmm to be sitting there with him every moment of the day. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the pool turned, that friend would take him him and dunk him in there. Right, do something. (laughs) Throw him in. (laughs) Please. You know, I got you. Or he needed a a moment, a moment, a divine moment with with Jesus, Jesus, you know. And I think that we're that same way, you know. Like if you have an area that you're paralyzed in emotionally, spiritually, or mentally, you know, like God gives us number one people around us right. that could help us. Mm-hmm. And if we, this man didn't have anybody around him, yeah. but he needed, if he had had somebody around him, Probably would have been. you know, maybe his healing would, he would have gotten it sooner. Yeah. And, but maybe that was something he couldn't control. We don't have all that context either, you know, but all I'm trying to say is that like the waiting and the waiting, it, it happened for a reason, first mm-hmm. of all, you know, and, then the moment that his healing came, I think that moment happened for a reason also. Right. You know, and maybe in his waiting, there was some things that, that just, I don't know, that happened in him or, or what, we don't really know. But I think that in real life, if we have issues, we don't need to be afraid to reach out to people around us right. that could maybe help us mm-hmm. to get out of that rut, to... <clears throat> Help us, like you were saying, change that mentality or right. switch that mindset or get us out. But if we don't reach out, whether it be to others or to Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. then we're going to stay in that spot. Right. And we're going to be paralyzed. <clears throat> I feel like in those moments, honestly, like when you're feeling like stuck, like you have to like have like an inward check and press into Jesus even more. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's when he's going to manifest and show himself and reveal himself like I do yeah. exist. You come to me. And I'm going to give you what you need. Yeah. yeah. And, like, even in those moments that you're stuck, be patient. Yeah. Yeah. Because oftentimes, like, I feel like we're stuck, but it's like we're stuck for, like, a minute. And we're like, this has been an hour. And, and it's like <laughs> you, you haven't, like, really, like, yeah. endured that season. And maybe, like, there's yeah. purpose in that season that Jesus is like, no, I want you yeah. to be stuck because... Maybe you're not ready yet. Or maybe you're not, yeah, maybe you're not desperate enough. You're not desperate you know, enough. Maybe you're not change. ready yet. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, maybe you're just, if I give you what you're waiting for, if I give you that season that you're waiting for, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to do what I want you to do with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, good. and it's That's and it's good. in those moments that God's like, hey, be confident. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Just be confident. Be obedient. Yeah. And I'm going to see you through it. Like, yeah. I'm going to get you where you want to be. Yeah. But just be confident, have faith. Yeah. That's when sure. your faith comes into play a yeah, lot. That's so good. That's so good. And, and I, I think that for me, a, a couple of big takeaways from this little part of the mm-hmm. story, um, is that Jesus, you know, like I kind of mentioned it about it being the Sabbath, you know? Yeah. Um, and there were, when he, when this man was healed and he left, mm-hmm. you know, he, he went, um, and he told people about it because he was, he was excited, yeah. you know? Um, and then 
the, these religious leaders who, who heard about it or mm-hmm. saw it, they were like, this is not okay because this is not supposed to happen on the Sabbath. Right. You know, you're not supposed to be doing this, Jesus. Like, you're breaking the rules. You're, right. You're not considering, you know, the laws. You're not respecting the mm-hmm. laws. Um, and to me, that is like that really cool, like, upside down moment where Jesus literally says, like, you know, what is more important here? to follow these rules Mm -hmm. and to go by all of these laws that have been set in place by, by man or to meet this person where they're at in the moment that they need and give this man the freedom that he so desires for. And Jesus is like, I am not going to pass that up because this, this man is more important and my mercy being extended to him is what I'm here for. You know, I'm not here Mm -hmm. to say, I'm so sorry. It's the Sabbath. I'll come back tomorrow. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can you wait one more just day? One, just 24 Can more you hours. Wait one more day. <laughs> 24 more know? hours. Right. And um and so I think that 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 is really cool. You know that that yeah. is super cool. But I do I do agree with what you were saying that there are seasons of waiting for mm-hmm. a reason. You know, there are seasons of waiting for yeah. a reason and. Um, we can always grow through those seasons, mm-hmm. and, you know, practical everyday life. Like, you know, if you're in a season of waiting, you know, maybe it has been 38 years. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I can tell you I'm 38 and there are still areas in my life that I'm like, oh, like, okay, God, that's gotten better. But I don't, I feel like I'm not there yet. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and I imagine that goes on forever because right. if you're a person who's growing in life, you should probably always have those areas where right. you're like, okay, cool. I'm doing good there. Okay. But I need to let focus me on continue to grow over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least that's how I feel. You no, know? for sure. Maybe, maybe there's some of those they people just, who have arrived that, have, that are already at 10, 10, I, <laughs> 10 out of 10. I am 10 out of 10. I've arrived. I'm, I am like I'm good. the best player there is on earth. So Everyone come at me. Like me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so I think that there's always, always room, you know, oh, to grow sure. and room, room for those things. But those seasons of waiting, like you said, are important to mm-hmm. utilize and to grow. And, and because what I see here in this story, too, is that God's mercy is always present mm. and is always there. Yeah. But sometimes there is a moment where you encounter it in yeah. a way that it just changes everything. Right. It's like a switch. Yeah. Like a man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just want to encourage all of us who are listening today and remind you that God's mercy is always present. Yeah. It's always available. Like Raul said, like there's no competition yeah. for his mercy, for his love, for his grace, for mm-hmm. all of those amazing things that Jesus gives us, that it, it is just there for us. For sure. <clears throat> And that when when Jesus comes into the scene in your life, that he, he'll see you. He sees you, and he knows what you need. Mm-hmm. And he might ask you, do you want to get well? And if you say yes, or even if you say I can't, you know, Jesus sees your heart right. in that moment. And I believe he'll meet you where you're at. Do you want to say anything No, else? for sure. I, I, the, the last thing I would say is just Jesus' character will always triumph. That's good, yeah. Always triumph. No matter what your no matter your situation, yeah. no matter how you are physically, mentally, spiritually, wherever you're at, Jesus 
will always triumph no yeah. matter the no matter what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like always receive that mercy because when you receive that mercy, when you receive what Jesus has in store for you, yeah. you will always come out victorious. Yeah, that's so good. Very good, very good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we hope this was encouraging to you today. Yeah. And we just hope that it bless you. And most of all, we just hope that you know it picks you up in your midweek and share it share it with a friend share it with a co-worker a yeah. family member um we just our heart here at the drop is just to encourage yeah, you guys for and sure. to just help spread uh what jesus is really all about mm-hmm. so we love you all and come back next week because raul will be here again for sure and we'll see you guys next week at the drop Thank you.